Hello out there, Nerd Basement folks. If this track doesn't get you geared up for the Mando, I don't know what will. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nerd Basement, guys. Uh, we're here uh, talking about uh, Season 2, Episode 1 of The Mandalorian. It's Alex and Kyle here. We are really excited to bring you guys some content. Uh, it's uh, Sunday after um, the uh, Season 2 premiere started. Uh, it came out on Friday night. Uh, so, quick spoiler alert, if you have not watched up to Mando Season 2, Episode 1, The Marshal, uh, this is where you pause and dump out and, and, and go watch it, for goodness sake. Don't listen to this, because we're going to be spoiling all through Episode 2, uh, 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 Episode 1, or Episode 1, Season 2, yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm here with my co-host, my main man behind the Star Wars coverage, uh, Mr. Alex. How you doing, buddy? Hello out there. And uh, we just basically wanted to, we we're really excited about this, uh, this season coming, and, and we're going to be dropping hopefully an episode a week after we watch this amazing show. Um, and we really enjoyed this first episode of season two, and uh, we're going to kind of cover it as best we can and speculate on where we think it might be going next. Um, so kind of in that vein, I think Alex and I are going to each talk about three things that we enjoyed about this week's episode or things that we just want to discuss here and, and, and some cool things that we we saw um, and, and just want to talk about. So uh, without further ado, I'll let Alex go drop one of his uh, topics, one of his three, let him start, and we'll, we'll go from there. What do you think, bud? All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to each talk about three things that we liked about episode one, and we'll rotate back and forth. So I guess I'm first. Yep, go ahead, bud. So first... Um, I guess I'll start with the big one. There is a character that shows up in Ma The Mandalorian, and this is the title, The Marshal. He is The Marshal. His name is... Cobb Vanth. Yeah, it's, it's, on this one, it's hard to discuss three things that aren't Cobb Vanth, right? I mean, that was just fantastic. Yeah, the, guy, yeah, the actor was amazing, and he basically... He uh, was actually from the Star Wars Aftermath series, uh, and so you would already know the character a bit. And, right, yeah. Essentially, yeah. there's a there's a book series called the Aftermath series that came out, and it, it 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 goes into basically what happened right after Return of the Jedi, and that book is written through a, a series of interludes, and one of the interludes is this character that Alex is talking about named Cobb Vanth, and how he gets the uh, Mandalorian armor from uh, you know, Bo Boba Fett's former Ma Mandalorian armor. Yeah, and and he's like a and and so the the fact that they brought him to life on screen. Number one, check out the Aftermath series; it's pretty cool. But uh, you know, go ahead, Alex. Talk about talk more about. Yeah. So mm -hmm. basically, yeah, he got bought um, Boba Fett's uh, gear off Jawas when he was basically starved in the desert, mm -hmm. and his town basically, at least the way that the Mando depicted it. I don't know about the Aftermath series how it did it, but. Basically, his town was forced into slavery, and he was the only one who could escape. So he donned the Mando armor and basically took out the whole, like, band of bad guys that were controlling his town. And so he sort of became, like, the sheriff that if anything, you know, got looser, stuff, trouble came on, he would be there with his blasters, you know, ready to go. Right, and, and kind of like Alex was saying, that they... I guess the sheriff is not a Star Wars term, but you know, if I was naming this chapter, I would have called it the sheriff because that's what he is of this town. Cobb Vanth, he's the he's the gun wielding sheriff of old. He's the you know he's kind of the uh, Wyatt Earp, if you will, of this Mos Pelego community. 
Um, and he's kind of Pe- keeping the yeah, peace. Yeah, Moss Pelga. Pelgo? Pelgo. Moss Pelgo. Thank you, Alex. And he's kind of keeping the peace um, it, w- with that Mandalorian armor. Just a great character. The actor is a, is a kind of classic actor named Timothy Oliphant. And he played a very similar character, minus all the Star Wars stuff, uh, on the show called Justified. That was very popular for a time. And he's just great. I mean, just from the beginning, I love when they meet. And he's just like, are we going to do this here in front of the kid? <laughs> and he's kind of like, really? Is today, we're, are we going to draw right now, right in the bar here? right?" In, and, you know, kind of at the point, And then they realize they got stuff going on uh, with the crate Dragon yeah, that they have to see- deal with. Yeah, the the guy, the sheriff. I'm just gonna call him the sheriff. Um, <laughs> so get used to that. But um, basically, Mando is very. He just doesn't like that he's wearing the armor. I mean, he's not part of the creed. He just picked it up to protect his town, and it means nothing to him like it means to Mando. So he's pretty angered by that. So they actually start out as rivals and sort of are for the whole thing. But basically. Right as they're about to do this draw, draw right in front of the child, um, the the problem of the episode comes up, and it's this gigantic like sand slug, crate dragon, yeah, crate yep. dragon, mm-hmm. and basically he's like, oh yeah, I kind of need a guy for this job, and so Mando compromises with him that if they do the job, that he'll give him the armor and uh, he'll give him back the armor and that's the deal and then they go off. Yeah, right away we kind of realize right when they sit down in that first bar scene that the Mando and uh, Cobb Vanth see things differently because he takes off his helmet and and right away Mando's like, you know, and then right away Cobb Vanth is like, hey, look, man, you know, I'm not a Mandalorian, you know, which is what he's after as, you know, kind of the overlying... Uh, part of the series is to find other Mandalorians to help him, uh, you know, track where the child's from and get get Baby Yoda, as we call him, to where where he belongs to his people. But um, just yeah, Cobb Vanth, great character, and I think both Alex and I are in agreement that after they handled the crate dragon and all that, we were like, "Come on, Mando, leave him the armor, leave him the armor," and we really thought. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt about it. We, you know, like he had earned. You know, I think his actions had earned uh, some of the Mando's respect. But I think this, uh, you know, leads us to believe that we got a real shot here for, you know, a Cobb Vanth coming back. And, yeah, and, and the, sort of like, you know, sort yeah. of like, you know, Grief, Karga, Kowil, and um, right. Cara Dune. We're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're going gonna, gonna to get a, We're going to get a, a hopefully Mando team up where Cobb earns back the armor and maybe joins them on an off-world adventure. And then maybe they just finish that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I hope that's not the last we've yeah. seen of him. I, I, Alex says number one is a great start. Cobb Vanth, great place to start. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, uh, I think that we sh- probably shouldn't say any more about the episode, or else this won't be three things. It'll just be Cobb Vanth. <laughs> yeah, just the Cobb Vanth episode. So uh, I guess the the second thing that I really liked about the episode that uh, I actually really liked that character that um, was like the Depot Lady. That oh right, of, yeah, like, yeah, yes, we called back. They, they, they brought her back. Mm-hmm. He came down and like. She saw how he changed. Like before, when Manda saw her, he was like, "Get those droids away from here, manual job only." But now, you know, with IG Eleven, you know, sacrificing and stuff, you know, now he's you know a bit more lenient on droids. So he's like, "Let the droids do the work and stuff." What's her name? I, I the name is escaping uh, oh me. Oh God, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Pelly, I think maybe her name's Pelly. But yeah, the, like she comes and helps him out, um, and, and gives him loans him the speeder and kind of starts him off on his adventure. So. You know, you could tell Mando. You know, and I guess we'll go into here. My number, my number, one of my numbers here is the is the callbacks, like you say, from season one. So we we, we get, you know, meet, we're going back to Tatooine. You know, we're meeting up with Tatooine. Um, 
she has R5 in her possession. R5 comes and shows us the map, so R5 is a part of things again. Um, again, we see from the first season that Mando has kind of a special relationship with the Sand People. He speaks their language, he has their respect, and he's able to kind of like negotiate this treaty kind of between the, the people of the outpost, you know, Mos Pelgo and, and the Sand People, you know? Yeah. And, and they're, they're able to bring them together. So, yeah. uh, both of our number ones are Cod Vanth. Are and my number two it, we're both callbacks also. So. Yeah, generally, generally callbacks. Um, and uh, you know, I guess my number three kind of uh, you know kind of builds off of that is the crate dragon. Um, you know, just this episode to me really reminded me of some of the things we loved. About, I loved about episode two from last season when they faced the mudhorn. You know, you know, yeah. kind of working together to to t- tackle this kind of monster or whatever it is that's kind of threatening this town. And the crate dragon has an ultimate callback to the original Star Wars, Alex. The crate dragon is the sound that Obi Wan Kenobi makes to scare off the Sand People in Star Wars when they first when they're attacking uh, when they knock Luke out and when he's holding the thing up and he knocks over uh, uh, C three PO. Yeah. When when Obi Wan Kenobi first shows up on the scene. He imitates the call of a crate dragon that, you know, that like really yeah. loud and it scares the sand people off. So like, and it's skeleton, I believe, is, is in a background shot in Star Wars. So like there is this been this mythos of the crate dragon kind of all the way back to 77 from original Star Wars. So yeah. the fact that we get to see, um, you know, just the, I mean, this thing ate a Sarlacc for goodness sake. I mean, like, you know, it, it, we can see the kind of the destruction and the power and what they have to do. Um, the plan to take out the crate dragon yeah, is pretty cool. I do agree with you. That was my number three, too, and I don't think I can add any more on that. So with those three topics out of the way, I think that the next step in this podcast is probably let's just go with the story and what they do to like throughout the episode. So we've already explained sort of in like step one uh, in um, our number one with Cod Vanth they see the crate dragon and it's like wrecking up Mos Pelgo when it passes through. And he basically tells Mando, you know, hey, I can't really do this alone. Let's, you know, team, we, up. Yeah, team him up. And, you know, Mando does the compromise thing with the armor. Well, and we, we, we do have to start also. We start in the basically what the Gamorrean pits on some unknown planet where he gets the kind of the, the, the hint that Tatooine is where he should be going when he, when he uh, you know, that scene we've seen from the trailers where the Gamorreans are swinging their axes and, the, and, and Baby Yoda closes the pram and protects himself. And, and you know, he kind of... Yeah, that, was, that, that was in the trailer, by the way. Yeah. That, yeah, we we didn't know that it would start there, but I was like, oh, all right. Yep, we're, we're starting full Mando. And then, yeah, it, it is kind of interesting how Mando is always pretty reasonable to work with. Like, I, I like how they show how, you know... Um, he, he's going to work with you as long as you're reasonable. Like, you know, Cobb Vamp says, instead of going toe-to-toe, he says, look, I'll give you the, like we talked about, I'll give you the armor back if you help me take out the crate Dragon. Good to go. I mean, like, he could draw on him right there and have an issue, but Mando's willing to, to earn, you know... To, to yeah, work, so to he's not like... You can already see, like, the evolution from what I like to call uh, the very first episode Mando... To like this season two episode, cause Mando, because Mando before Baby Yoda and everything was ruthless. He like you know, he's completely different than. Well, you could argue that he left the man, the guy with one eye, in pretty bad shape. I know, but, but like, that guy drew but, on him, yeah, you know, I mean, so that, yeah, there was no yeah, quarter at like, that point, you know. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, like <laughs> right. that. That was. I do feel though that like he he is a bit 
more. Oh, you know, also, maybe, one, yeah. one more thing before we continue. Uh, how cool was Cobb Vamp's speeder with the, like, repurposed pod racing? That's better than Ray's. Turbo engine? Like, like he had, like, the side saddle on, like, a pod racer engine? Yes, that was, that was amazing. That was a great speeder. One of the cooler vehicles uh, I've seen. Uh, so anyway, they've, they've got a plan with the villagers and, you know, kind of a very uh, tenuous treaty with the sand people the Tuscans, in order to draw out the crate Dragon and, uh, you know, lay there, I guess, their mining bombs underneath. Uh, that doesn't work. You know, it's still going, and, and Mando and Cobb have to fly off, distract him, and then Mando has the crazy plan of him eating the Bantha with the bombs all strapped to it and kind of pulls the, uh, you know, blast him from yeah. the inside. Oh, by the way, with the blast him from the inside, I just realized... You haven't seen one of his Mando's weapons in a while, the pulse rifle, the classic. Yeah. They brought the, they brought that back. The last time that Mando used that was probably like maybe like episode four. Yeah. In yeah, season Kara, one. Like Kara used it yeah, to shoot yeah. the That um, was literally walker. the last yeah. time. Like mm-hmm. after that he just used his side hip and his whistling birds. Yeah, like, so it's cool so to it's see cool that. So it's cool to see that back, especially since uh, I love that weapon. That, no, it's, it's a great weapon. Totally legit. Yeah, and so then we, we kind of finish up and then I thought it was also a callback as well when the sand people are digging through like the the deceased crate dragon and they pull out the pearl and they're like Rrr! that reminded me totally of the time back from episode yeah, two when they the slice eggs. the top of the egg off and the and the Jawas are eating the yolk and all that jazz. Yeah, so like you know, there's a lot of cool callbacks. Oh um, yeah, I do really like about this episode how that like you kind of get to see like a different view of the Tuscan Raiders like. Definitely. You don't you don't usually see them like that. You you usually see them like, oh, you know, I'm looking through my binox. Oh my gosh, one pops up, you know, they knock me out, clock me, and then someone else has to save me, you know, like you see them here like they're negotiating. They're like, "Okay, we're working together to do this and like we are reaching a common goal with you." And you can see that they're not really all bad. Well, yeah, and I and back to season 1, Mando makes this point to Toro when he says, you know, "Hey, these guys, these guys to, you, to to the sand people, you guys are the invaders. They're the natives. I mean, they've been living off this land for yeah, thousands of generations. Yeah, they're almost like the Native Americans. Yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly Tatooine. that's exactly kind of the parallel that you're drawing there, Alex. That's very wise. Yeah. Um. So you know that that gives you kind of a hint of where this episode's going. At the end, we see um, Mando has the armor, and Cobb and him part on good terms. We're hoping to see him again, like we discussed. Yeah, and... and off in the distance he goes, and we see, you know, the vista of him leaving with the with the child, with Baby Yoda. And then we see it and from a different who. perspective. Yep. And it's a figure. He takes off his hood, and it's Boba Fett. Boba Fett. He's the one that he was looking for. Yep. He, the, the original owner of the armor. So somehow Boba Fett has uh, survived the the uh, Sarlacc uh, pit. Somehow he got out. Somehow his armor survived. Sometimes he did too. He's. He's you know he's all native. He doesn't have his armor and all that. But you gotta think that uh, Boba Fett is going to be real know, mad. Well, either real mad or somehow going to get in touch with Mando and perhaps gives him the next leg of the I journey. I have a feeling that uh, just I mean, a maybe he's going to return that yeah. armor to Boba. Yeah, because remember at this current time that we're making this video, we've only seen Episode One. But right, that's I'm what's thinking, fun about this. I'm thinking that maybe honestly. Maybe after every episode, there will be a pan out shot of Boba Fett following Mando oh, until like one of the very so like last later on episodes. they meet up. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like that because uh, he might just be following him across the galaxy until you know he needs to show up. It's 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 interesting to see that first 
reaction? Like how Boba is going to take, you know, is it simply like, here's the armor, we're cool, and help me out on my next part of the quest? Are we going to have issues? So, um, yeah, well, knowing Boba, honestly, he's probably going to have issues because at least when he was Kid Boba, he didn't do too good. Right, Kid Kid Boba from the Clone Wars was not a real pleasant dude. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 really and that really spins you off. I mean, like, where do we start the next episode? Are we going to be them off and you know, are we going to leave Pelly and Tatooine behind? Are we going to have more? But anyway, so yeah, so there's well, a lot of fun ways yeah, it can go. But I mean, hey, we got to get yeah. back to grief. We got to yeah. get back to Cara Dune. We got to get back to our guys from season yeah, one. I mean. I don't know, like, we, we don't really know anything. We don't have anything to go off of. Sure, we've got theories, but, you know. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is all this is all fun speculation, which is why I really enjoy, as much as I wish, like, we could just jam through the season, I love the fact that Mando comes out week to week, so we can have the nerd basement, we can sit here and discuss and yeah. ponder on what's going next, yeah. and have more than likely be completely wrong, you know? So that's that's what's fun. Yeah. This show keeps it us also, guessing. It also adds a level of, like, prediction and immersion into the world. Because every time, every Friday night, that's Mando night. Mando know? night. Um, let's or see. Is it Thursday? Uh, no, no, Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday. Uh, so this episode, while we're wrapping up here, this one was uh, last season where they had the whole team of directors. This year is going to be similar. Um, this year, the, the this episode one was directed by John Favreau, who's the showrunner. So they had the big boss directing this one, and it does have that kind of Favreau feel to it a little bit. Um, and and looking forward to you know who's going to be back. I, I know. Uh, John Fugiyama's uh, directing a couple of episodes. I think um, uh, Rodriguez is directing a couple episodes. He's a major film director, Robert Rodriguez. Um, so we'll see, uh, you know, w- w- where those directions are going to take yeah. us. All we can do is really end on a we'll see. We'll <laughs> like, see. You know. So, yeah, I, I think major predictions for me and Alex are we're going to see Cobb Vanth back. Yeah. We're obviously going to have Boba Fett kind of tracking in the background and, at some point. And at some point he's going to meet up with him. At some point we're going to meet up with him. And it'd be interesting to see at some point what, what's going to be the agency of Baby Yoda. Like at some point, like he was more, he was, this was definitely a Mando episode. Baby Yoda was a little more in the background. He's yeah, always there. I, I did notice that throughout the episode last thing. Mm-hmm. Like Baby Yoda was more there for like the coups and the jokes. Which this is time. adorable. I mean I, I, I mean, I love that. But yeah, yeah. I, this is really, I feel like these first like two, three episodes, uh, they're going to be like starting out. And once he, like, gets on track, it's going to be all about Baby Yoda. Because right yeah. now, he's just trying to find where to start. Right. And, and, and I think our predictions from looking at the trailers is that, like, that ice and snow planet, it's very Ilum. possibly Ilum. Ilum. Which Ilum, folks, is, uh, for the non-Star Wars nerdy like me and Alex here, Ilum is what eventually becomes Killer base. Yeah, and but, was a major source yeah. of the kyber crystals for both the Death Star and where most Jedi go to get their... Uh, crystals for their lightsabers. Um, yeah, that's where basically you pass the final test. So if you're if you're somebody trying to find the origins of the Jedi for a baby Yoda, maybe Ilum is someplace that's a stop on your porter call. Yeah, so we'll see. All right. Well, we'll see you. Yeah, next I think Sunday. that's uh, so. I think we've talked this one through pretty uh, substantially. We had, we had a blast doing it. It was fantastic to watch it. It was really fun. Um, and we're looking forward to doing this uh, week to week, guys. Uh, let us know some of your thoughts uh, if, if you can. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying it, and I think we'll blast out of here with some more rousing Mando Ludwig Göransson uh, uh, choral here. Um, you guys have a good, safe week, and we will see you next week on the Nerd Basement. Thanks, guys. See you guys next week. <laughs>